You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. Welcome back. This is the last episode before we take on... No, no. Before we take on... Uh, all those projects around the house that you've been putting off because you've many, cared about football. How many times did somebody ask me to do something? I was like, mm, Saturday, I, I'm not available. What's going on? I got my kids really like watching Georgia games with me. But unless I'm just I trying to out, be a good father. I'm just trying to be I'm a just, good father. That's all I'm trying to do. Build memories. Build yep. memories. Nope, that's gone this uh, week. Uh, but don't worry. We got some fact and fi- fact or fiction for you today as we take on a couple of interesting topics. Uh, the bye week, JT Daniels, quarterback news, as well as Anthony Edwards' draft stock. And then finally, next year's. We are going to be the team. We're going to be the people that look forward to next year's team. We're going to do that uh, because I think it's important. During the bye week, you just search for things to do. And that's what we got going you on. Just- you just talk about stuff, just, Clint. That's what we do. You just shoot the breeze. Uh, he is Daniel. I am Clint. Welcome to Locked On Bulldogs, your team five days a week. We are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. We made this podcast for fans to be by fans so that we can increase each other's fandom with you. That's right. Uh, we want you to be a better Georgia fan, and that's what this podcast is for. Not to uh, lure you behind a paywall with some sort of crystal ball projections that we got from texting a 17-year-old 45 times in a week. That's just not the kind of heat that we're looking for Sounds like in the worst life ever. Yeah. So uh, instead, we're just going to talk about Georgia stuff. Email us, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at dogspodcast. Download, subscribe, leave us a rating uh, and review. Five stars is uh, appreciated. Uh, and uh, yeah, Clint, let's jump into this fact or fiction. Um, uh, why don't you? Uh, I'm going to ask you the first one and I'm going to let you uh, think about it. Fact or fiction? This bye week. Now, listen to the way the question is phrased. Mm-hmm. This bye week will be the thing that prevents JT Daniels from starting a football game for Georgia this season. The bye week will be the thing that prevents JT Daniels from starting a game for Georgia this season, fact or fiction. I didn't think that we could have anything that would make me reach for the bucket this week, Daniel. Uh, It's a bye week. There's no game being played. We just had an embarrassment last week. I didn't think I could go down into the depths much more. And yet you have posed a question to me. You have asked a question of me. That means uh, I'm reaching for the bucket, which is... You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. Um, Look, this bye week won't be the reason JT Daniels doesn't start this year. Okay? Okay. The bye week will not be the reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, many of you were saying, well, Stetson, uh, is clearly not cleared to practice right now. He's not throwing. He's got that sprained, whatever shoulder thing going on. Um, and that's, what's going to go ahead and bring him back for this. He's going to have another week to recover. He's going to come back. That's not going to be the reason. The reason that JT Daniels doesn't start a game this season is because he's not good at footballing. Wow. We're going to double down on that. I'm going to double. If he doesn't start. It's because he's not good at the football, and it's because he he's not a good quarterback, and he didn't beat out a guy at USC 
and he was playing Pac-12 defenses, and right now he's not doing good at practice throwing the football, or he's not back from injury. But the bye week is not going to be the reason, Daniel. No. I think JT Daniels would have started this week. I do. I'm going to say that this is fiction, but for the exact opposite reason that you're saying. You also say this is fiction. I do. Because you're saying the bye week is not going to prevent him from starting. His being bad at football is going to prevent him from starting, so it's a fictional statement. And by the way, I'm not saying he's bad at football. I'm saying that's going to be the reason that he doesn't start. Okay. I'm going to say that this is fiction because I think JT Daniels will start a game for Georgia this season. I think he would have started ahead of Dewan Mathis this week. Um, I think Kirby has seen all that he can care to see of Dewan Mathis, to be totally frank with uh, by you. The way, I, by the way, everybody has seen enough of all okay. we need to see of Dewan. Okay. Well, there's just no need to pile on. Uh, uh, there but, is. There is. <laughs> Uh, I think so. I think it will be a two-horse race um, at, next week to get the start with Stetson Bennett, uh, presumably be, being closer to being ready to play. But um, I think JT Daniels will get one of these starts coming down the stretch for the rest of the season. I don't think that um, this bye week. I think he would have started this week. Okay, but I think even though he doesn't start this week because um, Eli Drinkwich can't keep his players in their dorm rooms. Uh, I think he still will get a start some at some point this season. So I'm going to say that that's fiction uh, also. By the way, just really quick. Do you know how many times this week I've had to endure the uh, text message from the buddies giving me the picture and the video of Dwan warming up on the sidelines, hitting the poor special assistant intern, graduate assistant? Daniel, I I can't take it anymore. Like I, that's, Listen, you need new friends. I don't. I don't know how to say it anymore. So, so clearly, da, da, this, is, this got this got really awkward. Um, this got really awkward. Like what? Intern, executive producer, Michael. I, I mean, yeah. You need new friends. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, because of that, and because I'm feeling a little uh, a, a little sad right now, I need to chill out. And the beer that I reach for when I want to chill out after being told I need new friends in my life. Uh, is Coors Light. Daniel and I enjoy that thoroughly. Uh, it's the beer that is literally made to chill. It is cool. It is refreshing. Just like the Colorado Rockies, Daniel. Um, not to be confused with the Matterhorn. They are not. No. The Matterhorn is in Southern California where it is never cool or refreshing. It, uh, so, Gosh, what a pit. Um, but unlike the pit... Uh, Coors Light is refreshing. It is literally the, ba- the beer made to chill. Uh, Daniel and I love it. And this just in, you don't have to go out to all sorts of Costco-infested lines or anything else to get Coors Light straight to your door. Did, I'm sorry. Did you say Costco-infested lines? I believe that's what you said. And Did you mean COVID-infested lines? I, or do you actually believe that the lines are infested with a big box warehouse store? Uh, because I'll allow it either way. Little column A, little column B, Daniel. Just (laughs) put your hands together. Um, Coors Light is literally the beer made to chill. Go to get.coorslight.com. That's get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, next fact. Second fact or fiction. 
Let's do this Georgia basketball style. Hey. The NBA draft is next Wednesday. Next week, the NBA draft. It's on a Wednesday. So you could either watch Mac football or you could watch the NBA draft. So you ain't got nothing better to do anyway. Might as well tune in. Um of all the major of all the sports, by the way. You yes. say what you will about the NBA. You say what you will about whatever you think about whatever aspect of the NBA, whatever. Sure. I don't care. Of all the major sports, the NBA handled its COVID situation the best by far. Oh, not and there's, there's just, not a close there's, second. There's no dispute of that. Um, will Anthony Edwards? This is the fact or fiction. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna phrase it in the form of a statement instead of a question. I'm gonna start over. Anthony Edwards will hmm, be the number one pick in the NBA draft on Wednesday night, making him the first ever Georgia Bulldog to be such pick. Uh. It's fiction, Daniel. He won't be the first overall pick. Yikes! In the NBA, in the NBA draft. Now, look. Should he be? Yes. Do I want him to be? Yes. Will I be cheering for it so much so because the team that is in the market in which I watch NBA basketball is in fact the Minnesota Timberwolves? And Daniel, I would love mm-hmm. if I just got free Anthony Edwards onto my TV. It would be such a thrill. Uh, but no, I think that other would be fantastic. I think people are enamored elsewhere uh, with all lunacy and all stupidity. Uh, the NBA draft, especially with these lotto picks, you just you going for high ceiling. And so I think actually the thing that's going to hurt Anthony Edwards with the number one overall pick is that he's more ready than some of these other cats. You know, uh, that's what the experts are saying, which is true. Um, but I think actually they're gonna they're gonna look at that as a as a downgrade on him somehow uh, i wish he was but no i think it's fiction i think anthony edwards i think it's fact i think you these the mock drafts you went out you go out there and you look at um i think it's going to be anthony edwards a lot of them have a mellow ball going number one a couple of them you you find a european player kind of snuck in there sure. at number one uh, I do think it's going to be Anthony Edwards. Um, if he doesn't go number one, we talked about this a little bit off the air. Golden State Warriors pick number two. Everybody and their brother knows that Golden State is trying to find somebody to come take that pick from them. They are. Oh. Golden State is actively shopping that pick. They do not want to make a pick. No. So I would be surprised if Golden State actually takes somebody at number two. But if they do, it will not be Anthony Edwards. He probably won't get picked by Charlotte at number three um, either. Which means that he could fall all the way down to four, making him not the highest drafted Georgia Bulldog player ever. Dominique Wilkins went on the third overall pick um, uh, way back when... So there's a chance that Anthony Edwards not only might not be the number one pick, but he might not even be the highest drafted Georgia Bulldog ever. There's also a chance that the old Atlanta Hawks, sitting down there at number six, Come on. might get interested in making a move, do something, sliding up the draft and trying to get the local kid to come and play next to Trey Young. There's a lot of intrigue around this NBA draft. Scale of one to ten, Clint, and be honest. Scale of 1 to 10, uh, 1 being 
Me forcing you to rewatch last week's Georgia-Florida game. That's oh, a one. Okay, so not one. Ten being how excited you were to watch the Georgia-Florida game before it started okay. last week. Okay? Okay. So on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you to watch the NBA draft? Look, Three. Yikes. Barely better than rewatching <laughs> what I can only believe definitively is the worst sporting event you've ever seen in your life. Ever have witnessed in my entire life. And I'd, okay. I, there, there are so many other things I'd rather do, Daniel. Wow. Okay. So Clint will be putting new grout in his bathroom yep. while I'll you be, and I I'll are be watching steaming old grout. I'm not even, <laughs> it's not even structurally <laughs> needed. <laughs> He's going to have a water pick out there cleaning the old grout. Um, a lot of grout-based content on this I, week's look, uh, pod. Look, if that's indicative of the stage in life Daniel and I are in, it's, just, it's, it's because it is. You get what you get. All right, we got one more fact of fiction, and it is coming up next. But before that, Clint, uh, Bill Barr. Mm. Bryson DeChambeau loves him. Well, Anthony Edwards. Well, we, we Anthony Edwards probably loves him. We're gonna say probably. We don't know, but we can't not know. Yeah, I mean, but look at him. Look at Bryson. He he look loves. If he's a discerning gentleman about protein, he, he loves protein. Let know. me tell you the best tasting way to get protein into your body, and that is uh, the fine folks over at Built Bar. It's the protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. You know the drill. They have a million flavors. Uh, they are soft and chewy and delicious. They do not taste like stale cardboard no. as opposed to fresh cardboard. Uh, they taste uh, they taste great. They can be a meal replacement. Maybe you eat one on your way to work. Maybe you have one when you're coming back from the gym. They're low on sugar even though they taste like a candy bar. They're high in protein. They're high in fiber and they're low in fat. Clint, they are keto approved. They're everything that you want them to be in a protein bar. And if you go to builtbar.com and enter the promo code locked on, then you will get 20% off your order. That's 20% if you order a thousand dollars worth of built bars, Clint. Sure. You will, get, that's the Bryson order. That's, they call it the Bryson. All you have to do is type in, I want the Bryson. <laughs> So There's long. no way to know why it's called that, all right? Listen, I'm not trying to say one way or another who eats these bars and who doesn't. But if you order the Bryson, which is $1,000 worth of random built bars, and you enter the promo code locked on, you will get $200 off your order, Clint. $200. That's it. That's, That's what we're saying. Quite a lot of money. You might even get a cooler. Who's to say it's the holiday season? Ask Nobody em. knows. Just ask them. Nobody knows when the coolers are coming. Nobody knows who eats these protein bars. But we know that you should. BuiltBar.com. All right, Daniel. Last fact or fiction. And this got me thinking. Um, the defense for Georgia is not Sucks. elite. Um, I'm sorry. What? Oh, sorry. We're going with not elite. Yes. No, no, okay. I'm sorry. Not I'm sorry. I was, I was going to work our way backwards to what you just nope, said. Nope. I'm just, just going to start right out with the, they are bad and I hate everything. Okay. I was going to say they're not elite, but are they good? And then you would have said no. And then I would have said, okay, but they are, are they okay? You would have said no. And then I would have said, do they suck? And you would have said yes. Uh, and that's exactly that what I'm been, doing. 
that would have been better podcasting and- content. <laughs> Sorry, I jumped the gun on that one. That's that's it's on okay. me. It's executive okay. producer intern Michael. Oh wait, no, we fired him because we need new friends. So <laughs> that's uh, we, that's why everything's falling apart here. Is this the, the second time? The second time we fired intern Michael. It is, yeah, and there'll be a third and a fourth and a fifth time. Don't worry. It's hey, shame on you for coming back to us, Michael. That's not an R bad. That's a U bad. That's that's correct. Okay. Fool me once. Um, this year's defense sucks, and we're very, very, very disheveled about it, Daniel. But next year's defense um, went ahead and did a little research. Let me tell you the people that were losing off of this year's squad, either to graduation or the draft. Okay. First of all, caveat. Because of the NCAA rule, I am fascinated by this offseason. We haven't talked about this really, but there's this NCAA rule that you don't have to take an el- a year of eligibility. Is that year of eligibility doesn't count against anyone. Right. Obviously, if you're going to be a first, second, third round draft pick, it doesn't matter. Go you're going to go anyway, whatever. But there could be a lot of people that come back, or there could be no one. That's what I mean. There could be players that leave and don't even get drafted, but no. just choose to leave and not come back and play. Like Julian Rochester. That's, uh-huh. Is he, is he going to come back next no. year? Okay. Sorry, we're going to talk more about this, but just with the caveat, you're going to list off players that are either draft-eligible juniors or seniors. Correct. Um, But any or all of them could decide to come back. We will talk about that more yes. as we go, I presume. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, let me start with Monty Rice. Monty Rice has another year. If he wants to come back, he's a senior. He's going to get drafted. Uh, Monty Rice is gone. Okay. He's, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, Devontae Wyatt, who, by the way, has made himself some money this year. Okay. You but think has he? he? Is he, could he come back? You, you tell me he's not going to get a fourth round pick on him, Daniel. He's going to get a great fourth round. I don't know that he okay. will. I okay. mean, he's had a good okay, year. Fine. Jordan Davis. Are they going to watch the Florida game? I, um, Are the will. NFL scouts going to watch the Florida? Okay, we, is there then I think he might come back. The entire. <laughs> I think he might come back then. Um, Jordan Davis, he coming back? No, okay. he's injured. <laughs> he's he's going to get drafted very high. He's going to be a stalwart in the Bears defense for years to come. Jordan Davis gone. Uh, Malik Herring. Jordan, Jordan Davis will get drafted by the Saints just because the universe hates me. Oh just, so, just so everybody's clear no, oh about gosh. what's going to happen. Stop. Um, Malik, Malik Herring not going to come back. Not no. coming back. Um, Aziz Ojolari. He coming back? Nope. No. Uh, Jermaine Johnson. He ain't coming back. He probably is not coming back, but he might. He might. But he might, but probably not. Uh, Richard LeCount, obviously. Not coming not back. Not coming back. Eric Stokes. Not coming Probably back. Probably not coming back. Mark Webb. He he will come back. He's a senior. He will come back. Okay. He he ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> He's going to be coaching high school football in Pennsylvania. If he does or he'll or he'll come okay. back to Georgia. Um, so Tyson Campbell. He probably will not come back. He will probably not and come back. He will not like where he's drafted. Uh, Trenton Thompson. Prediction. Trenton Thompson. He called and um, he said, stay, stay, stay in on. school. Stay in school. Get that degree, young buck. Okay. So you're telling me that of the names I just gave, maybe Devonta Wyatt, Nicobe Dean, Lewis Seen. End of list. Go on. Oh, that was end big. of list. That was- 
That's coming back. That was the list. The defensive line next year could be Trayvon Walker, Jalen Carter, Nazir Stackhouse, freshman, freshman, sophomore this year, Daniel. Okay. 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 The secondary. Oh, by the way, DJ Daniels is a senior. I don't know if he comes back. I have no idea. Major Burns is a freshman. He's going to be thrust into the starting role. If Christopher Smith, who's a junior, he comes back for a senior year, maybe that. But Lewis Seen, Major Burns, Christopher Smith. You're talking uh, Tyreek Stevenson? And yeah, Tyreek Stevenson will be there. Okay. Well, Tyreek Stevenson will be playing corner, likely, next year. Keely Ringo, Keely Ringo, back in the mix, Keely recovered Ringo. from injury That's right. next year. Um, Amir Speed, yeah, maybe he maybe he gets in uh, to some game action. Uh, Corey Walker, Walker, Channing, more increased reps. Channing Tindall, maybe he finally figures out how to not be Nate McBride. Oh my gosh! Um, wow, <laughs> Nate McBride's yeah, still we, on the team, by the way. So. <laughs> no, he is still out there making tackles on special team. Fa- literally the fastest special teams player ever to play college football. That's, by the way, that's not. A, I, I, I'm fairly certain we can fact check that. <laughs> Yeah, that's not fake news whatsoever. Um, Daniel, all right, what's your, so here's, what's your question? Here's Mark? my point. After listing all that out, next year's defense, because of all the change, next year's defense will be bottom half of SEC defenses. Fact or fiction? Bottom half of SEC defenses. That's, that's a stone. It's a stone cold fiction, Clint. Here we go. This. Def- Let me tell you what is, and and this is going to sound like sour grapes as I say it. No, but it's not. It's not. Okay, you're going to take it that way because you have just as much sour grapes as I do. Because you're salty dog this, right now. I this is that. not what. This is not what that is. Kirby Smart and Dan Lanning know how to coach defense to absolutely shut down. Inferior bad offenses. Case in point. Mm. Every game against inferior bad offenses that Georgia has played in their tenure as coaches. Um, with the possible exception of, of the South Carolina game. Yeah. Uh, but that really wasn't the defense no. hemorrhaging points. That was Rodrigo Blankenship missing a hundred field goals and the offense not being able to score and a million other things. So um this defense will still be good because there are good players. There will be good players starting at every position. Uh there will be good coaches and good schemes scheming at every position. Now will this defense have a prayer Against the Alabamas of the world. No, they will not. Who in the world knows what Florida's going to be next year with Emory Jones at quarterback? No one's ever seen him throw the football. Because he's never thrown the football. And apparently, he's not good enough to Justin Fields his way out of town. No. And so, he's just sitting there. Like, are they going to get a... Transfer portal quarterback to come in and play ahead of him next year. Nobody knows what Florida's going to be, but this, I'm not saying that this defense will be elite. Um, I'm not saying it will be even great next year. I'm not saying that there won't be a drop off, but it will be in the top half of the SEC. Uh, and yeah, that's, 
There's no doubt. If it's not, it doesn't matter who you lost. There's no excuses because these are very talented players that we're talking about playing. The defense might be young next year, but there will be enough of a veteran presence. You get the who's who will be the senior leader, not he won't be an actual senior, but who will be the veteran leader of the defense? Nicobe Dean. His name will be Nicobe Dean. And where does he play? The most important position on the field to have your veteran presence when it comes to the defensive side of the ball, right in the middle of the defense. Uh, so I think things like that will be able to make up for a young defensive line. Nicobe will be able to make sure that everybody's lined up effectively and doing their job and all of that. Um, there will be people to rush the passer. Yep. You didn't mention Nolan Smith, who will also be back. And so there's there will be people... Uh, the cupboard is is far from bare. This defense will be in the top half of the SEC. Uh, easily. Easily, Clint. Maybe top two. Maybe top two. Okay. Uh, Daniel, this kind of a off the subject, but related. Um, you happy with this year's offensive line? Yeah, this year's offensive line has been fine. They, they've been just fine, have they not? They, at, yeah, they've been at just fine. Many times, they've been great. Daniel, top at often better than last year's offensive line. Oh, oh, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on now. Hold on now. Wait a minute. What are you saying? So we were saying that last year we lost two tackles that got drafted in the first round. They sure did. And we say, and we also lost a starting left guard for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Let that sink in. Three offensive lines in, in the NFL are better this year because they have Georgia offensive linemen on them, which is just. Mm-hmm. bananas okay um and this year's offensive line seems to be doing better in certain spots and we're just fine with guys calm down with the this defense is on fire we're not next year's group it turns out that chemistry on defense really important turns out that when you can't make coverage calls all day long against different pass plays that maybe new blood is a benefit Maybe it's a good thing. And just like last year's offensive mm. line to this year's offensive line was an improvement, even though we had talented people, and even though we had senior leadership, and even though we were younger at certain positions and inexperienced, I think this defense is going to be just fine. Top two in the SEC is exactly what I was going to say, Daniel. So I couldn't agree more. Hey, that does it for this week of Locked On Bulldogs on Locked On Network uh, Podcast Network. Glad you joined us. Come back next week where we will have a game. Uh, fingers crossed, knock on wood, hopefully. We, you're saying that as I, if you have any idea. I, I don't know. If that, that's a reality. I, we're going to talk about next week. I wanted to ask it this week. We're going to talk about next week. What does this mean for the college football playoff? Like, if you don't think that a week before the college football playoff, Nick Saban gets COVID again. and Again. His, but he never had it the first time. Well, he, I know he didn't have it the first time. But if you're telling me that, like, five Alabama players get COVID— Y'all, just get ready for the most spin show you've ever seen. We might talk about that next week. Uh, come back next week. We'll be talking about all things UGA. Thanks for joining us. This has been Locked on Bulldogs. See ya.